You're listening to Emails Not Dead, brought to you by Mailgun. Welcome to Emails Not Dead. My name is Eric, and this is Jonathan. Hello. Hello. We're here back with you again this week, next week, whatever time this comes out. <laughs> We're here to talk to you about all things email and things that we find interesting along the web. Web news, I guess? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just still email email stuff, right? Like we're, we're yeah. still talking in the vein of deliverability and email mm-hmm. and getting good email out into the world. And the fact that email is still around no matter how much we try to kill it, I think, is, is yeah. the theme of everything that we talk about, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, last week it was all privacy and how we're dealing with that and open rates. This week, just landscapes, man. And I don't know if you know this, but it's kind of been something that's been around for a while. Not landscapes, of course, but, like, things are changing, man. Like, I think a wise man once said, you know, in 2021, the waters are rising. And if you, you know, value your time, then you better get to swimming. Because the times they are changing. I think Bob Dylan said that. I mean, he's a wise is that, man. Is that his, well, those were his exact words, right? Word for word, you know? Yeah, so I, I think he, he knew a lot about the email space. That's not something that a lot of people know about, you know? Just uh, That's exactly you know, just, what he was talking about. Yeah, I get, it makes so much more it. sense now. <laughs> yeah, you need to go back and listen. So <laughs> I, was, I obviously wasn't paying enough attention the first time around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah. the right mindset, man. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> so landscapes with the email, like what's been going on? What's changing? What's happening, man? Like now we're fresh kind of like towards the tail end of the pandemic, hopefully. Fingers crossed. And, you know, things like what's been going on this past year? What have yeah, you seen? I, what, what, yeah, so much. And we're going to go, I think, a little further than a year because it's been... I mean, really, when we can track a lot of events changing, like a lot of things happening Mm -hmm. within the email space, like so much of it started way before the pandemic started, right? Like we look Mm -hmm. back at early 2020, and we can see things start to to change change from there into what it is now. And I think we've addressed some of that a little bit. We've had a chance to talk about some of that. But I think this time we're just going to do a couple of years in review more than anything else. And uh, there's definitely some stuff even from further back. Let's jump into what exactly those were, or maybe just uh, an idea of what those things were, right? Because I know there's a lot of it that's just things are out there now. So yeah, early on within that time, right? In, in early 2020, when things shifted, we definitely saw a lot of things go di- the direction that we assumed that they would go, mm-hmm. right? With things like, you know, rideshare companies or, you know, things that, that have a lot of in-person events, those kind of companies definitely took a, a dip in the email and the email that they were sending in the monthly email sends that they do, especially the transactional type stuff that was, you know, really heavy during that time. And then everybody yep. was indoors and shut in. And, you know, we had a whole bunch of mandates for people to stay away from other people. So it did mm-hmm. create that whole event that happened in email as well, right? That we saw a change there. But at the same time, as you saw that go down, you saw a lot of things go up, including like online purchases where people had to go, no other option, right? But to go online to get a lot of stuff and to to create those purchases from there through that avenue, there was a lot happening, but there was also a lot of people who were staying away from purchases overall, right? Because, it, mm-hmm. you know, so, so we saw like a balance in there. The other big thing that we saw is schools started upticking in their email sense because schools got to get information out. Schools got to put alerts out. Schools got to let the parents know what's going on. But then also they started utilizing the same systems to even do like homework alerts and you know, classwork alerts and things like that where they hadn't previously done that before. And schools, mm-hmm. I think, scrambled a little bit to kind of get up and running with that stuff and ended up using methods of notifications and things like that that hadn't really been used for those channels. So it did create an increase. 
So we saw all kinds of things, right? Like all kinds of, you know, things, uh, upticks, downticks, you know, and really crazy balance of where the sends were coming from for a little mm-hmm. while. Then as things started clearing up, as things have gotten better, as, you know, vaccines have come out, as, you know, mandates to stay away have ended, we have seen a shift in the reversal, but not completely. And I think that's that's one of the key things that we notice about things, right? Is when there's yeah. a trend, things happen, things change, it makes everybody pivot and learn and do things differently and in a different way. And sometimes that new and different thing is a good thing and a good way to, to do things, a new way for communication, a new avenue for uh, for marketing. And yeah. it, it's just created a whole new landscape where, you know, schools way back in the day, right, when this started, huge uptick. But right before that, there was, you know, just basic notifications that were going out. And I feel that we're getting such a big mix of that now where it's definitely, you know, still higher than what it was before because things are still being utilized in that fashion because, you know, parents like to get those notifications. They like to see what's going on. And the schools, rightly so, started utilizing that notification stream and started doing things of that nature through those emails, which is awesome. Like that's a, a good thing to see. And when people adopt those right things, it's it's great. I know yeah. one of the things that we were talking about a few moments ago in real life, because I think this is a definitely impacting us in real life, especially right now, as we keep going through that and as things keep changing, there's a whole supply chain issue that's going on right now. And I would be surprised if somebody out there has not been impacted by the supply chain stuff that's been going on since the beginning of this thing and, and through till now. And, uh, you know, with, with what's going on in the world and that affects email right um mm-hmm. i know thomas our, our wonderful friend producer of the producer, podcast yeah. <laughs> he's a uh, you know kind of getting those emails where companies are saying hey you know christmas time is around the corner this is what's happening this is what's out in the world right now and i think you know previously that would have been just an email saying hey here are our specials you know here make sure christmas season's coming up you know get what you need and instead it's a very stern warning of like hey we might not have what you need later on because of the supply chain stuff that's going on so just be aware get ready to purchase now and, and get ahead of those mm-hmm. things so and it pivots the way that that marketers have to think about those kind of things because it's not just you know just the pandemic but it's also you know ships trying to do a 180 in a shallow canal forest fires you know raging rapid and weather conditions. It's all this stuff, man. It's like really coming around right now. It's making it difficult for some companies to keep up and they got to pivot. They got to make those changes. Like you said, you know, like restaurants, man, huge change for them, right? Like going from like having, you know, reservations, everybody coming in to like, okay, we got to switch to like delivery and take out, you know, we're going to switch our whole parking lot into like, okay, these are the people like, it's all like Sonic drive-ins now. Like, you know, every single (laughs) like five-star restaurant out there. You know, so it's, it's definitely <laughs> now, a lot of now I know what you were doing uh, during this whole time. Oh man, like uh, I don't even know. Like I can't even tell you. Like uh, it was like I, premium I like steak in strong. your car window. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> going to like like what is that Ruth Chris or like Morton's. <laughs> And just, like, <laughs> hanging out in the, the parking lot of a movie theater. Yeah, man. But, no, like, other things, too. Like, like people are staying more at home, right? Like, I had ordered some, like, security cameras. Now that I'm at home, like, I feel like I just need to make sure, like, property's still getting taken care of. And, you know, nobody's messing with their homes. You know, we're uh, in a newer area. So, you know, we want to make sure that we step up security. But, like, the security cameras, I've been on back order for, like, over a year and a half. Like, since, oh, wow. like, since, like we've first first like started getting into the pandemic like i i ordered these things because i knew okay like make sure like these are a priority purchase but still unavailable i but i still get notifications every two weeks like hey we haven't forgot about you this is still not available (laughs) 
just giving you a heads up, just making you know, making you aware. But I think that also increases engagement, right? Like that helps with reputation. You know, you keep it in contact with your clients and customers, you know, because I know I see when I see an email from them, I'm like, boom, I need to click on it because I want to see if that stuff's ready so I can spend 300 bucks, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you want to be, you want to be on it. You want to be ready. You want to be set and ready to go with that, uh, that mouse click, one mouse click away to, to get what you need, right? Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> So. I yeah, I, there's definitely some things that I've wanted to purchase that are are in the same boat, um, like uh, or maybe the literal the same boat because I just cannot get my hands on them. So you're you're dealing with security cameras. I'm I'm trying to do things to have fun and still nothing. There's there's just mm. all kinds of craziness going on out there. So uh, it's just one of those things. It's a a byproduct of real life events that are happening that just affect the way that email is being done. And I think you have to think of both things in the same vein. You have to think both th- of both things at the same time and really consider that that is definitely a thing that happens that real life can impact what we're doing as businesses and as email senders and as people who are in this industry, hey, that impact and we need to quickly think about things and the way that they're going to pivot and pivot quickly. I know when, you know, we've, we've talked about this kind of stuff before, the importance of ramp ups and warm ups and getting email to establish itself before we start doing things. And I know when this first started, it was a, such a huge shift and so quick for most industries and most email senders that there wasn't a whole lot of time to do that. And we did see some minor impacts from that where, you know, certain industries, they're, they're trying to pivot quickly, did things a little bit too rushed. And you have a lot of sends that just ended up failing because they weren't expecting that much traffic to go out or have that big of a change. And the other way around, right, like when it went down and the industries that were hit the hardest in their email sends going from, you know, a million a day to, you know, a hundred thousand a day or something mm-hmm. crazy. We've seen those ridiculous swings where now they're, you know, things are starting to pick back up. The real world is opening up again and they're having to now think about the strategy of warming those IPs back up, right? Warming up the domain again for high volume sending because it has not happened in the, in the recent past. So it's, you've got to think of both sides of it. And, mm-hmm. and I think that's, that's one of the things that we want to make sure we're doing that. And I think starting to, to pivot a little bit in the way that the ISPs themselves, right, the the people that we're sending to, the locations we're sending to, also do things where they are trying to protect their users and using, you know, similar methods to what's been there before, but always reevaluating, relooking at things, making changes and updates to their platforms that can then impact what we're trying to do on our side as well. So, uh, you know, warmups are something that we've always talked about, something that we've always implemented and suggested. The ISP industry, the the whole side of the inbox side of things, is really doing those kind of things also where they're looking at how much is coming in, what those rates are that of emails that are coming in and paying a lot more attention to that. And uh, not just warm up times and how, you know, something increases over the, the course of time, right? Combining that with their reputation, how much are they going to let through? But then if there's drastic changes after the fact, like something that they do consider and we, we see that happening, you know, if there's a, a dip for a little while and then a rapid increase again, that can definitely impact what you're doing and what, what you're sending. And it's something that we see more and more from the different locations we're sending to that they are paying attention to that, right? They have to, they have to pay attention to that kind of stuff and we have to adjust what we're doing. So it's one of those things from our side, we say, hey, make sure you're paying attention to those kind of things. Future plan, make considerations before you start doing those kind of changes when possible, understanding that real life events happen and it, it can prevent you from doing that. But if you can, if you can help it, if you can plan, if you can just be prepared and do things way before it starts happening, that's what we want to do. And that's what we want to pay attention to. So be the most proactive that you can be and understanding that not everything can be 100% proactive. 
Yeah. I mean, luck favors the prepared in all these situations. Understanding your clientele, knowing that they're human too, right? And understanding that, you know, maybe they don't want to get 50,000 reminders of this notification that you're going to send out because you forgot that, oh yeah, we have a sale that's going on tomorrow. They Everybody must know like every hour on the hour, but, you know, warming up to them, telling them like, hey, you know, this is coming up. We want you to be involved. Here's some delighters. Here's something. Try to get them to engage. You know, what, what would you click on? You know? What Jonathan, what, what entices you to click on a message? <sighs> or at free food. Free food? <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't throw free in there, man. You can't throw free. That'll, that's uh, one of those things, you know? Uh, <laughs> it's got to be careful on how you're presenting it, right? Your audience. You got to talk to your audience correctly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like tacos? Like, <laughs> you know? Oh, really? In my area? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I get it. I understand. And, and I like your, your idea of preparedness. It just really reminds me of that zombie knife that you keep in your car. Uh, <laughs> you know, just to all kinds of preparedness. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. There is no zombie knife in Eric's car. One of the other things, though, like uh, to do that kind of stuff, and whenever we're looking at, right, like is, is let's pay attention to what those those industry changes are. AMP is a thing that's that's been around for a couple of years, and I feel like it's gone through a few quick iterations on, on how it's being done. So that's something that is a very recent change in addition to the things that are being sent out with the emails that have changed the landscape a little bit and creates that engagement, right? Creates the ability for a sender to put in a piece of something for users to interact with and you interact with right then and there, a tool, an extra tool that senders can use uh, within their toolbox to do the correct thing within that email, right? And not that everybody is going to say, I'm not, I'm not saying that everybody should 100% go and do AMP or find a way to get AMP into their message. But if this is something that you can utilize, it's another thing that's, that's out there, right? And that's a change that we've seen within the past three years now. I think it's a, mm-hmm. about the time frame that we've seen that. Um, so relative to how long email has been around, which is quite a while now, you know, it's, it's a fairly new change. One of those other changes on making sure that you're seeing that you have a reputation piece that people can tie into this being your company, and that's BIMI. So BIMI me is awesome. We've talked about it on the podcast before. Yeah. But again, uh, you know, within the last three years, a change, it's been a new change, a new tool for senders to utilize to help them uh, you know, identify with uh, or be identified by their recipients, right? Like it's a matter of me when I send out, I want people to know I'm sending it out and that's my message and this is my brand and, and who we are. Uh, so if, when possible, use things like that. And that directly ties into DMARC, which is another subject we've talked about. And yeah. DMARC is one of those ones that's been a very slow burn because it's the one that's uh, that's been around for quite a while. But I know we constantly, constantly, constantly hear more rumors, more, you know, protocols or more tools that are going to be coming out like BIMI that are going to require DMARC to be set up. So even though it's been a thing for a while, we know that the whole internet doesn't implement it. There's, uh, you know, quite a few senders that don't have anything set up for DMARC at all, which is, you know, a a little sad, a little disheartening, uh, just because it is one of those things that will protect you and and your sending domain and IPs really by saying these are the messages that are actually coming from me and everything else that says it's me, it's not actually me. It should be a fairly simple setup. Well, I say simple, it's relatively simple, yeah. depending on you know what level you are technical-wise, but there's definitely uh, things that can that are out there to help you set up DMARC, which is uh, you know, one of the people that we've talked to and we will talk to again over at you know places like Demartian, where we can go in, they have the, the best tool set to be able to implement something like that. And that's that's something that if more tools come out, something to say like a like a BIMI or that's going to identify you or that is going to be a bonus, you know, I mean, we never know. Something like AMP could change 
you know, rapidly to say like, hey, you need to do more authentication for the emails that are being sent with this stuff. And now you need DMARC to do that as well. Like I know there's always been those industry talks of like ISPs, you know, possibly blocking all traffic to for anybody who isn't using DMARC as, as an authentication piece. And, you know, I think it's difficult for an ISP to implement something like that. It's difficult for a recipient server to implement something that way. But I think eventually the landscape will change enough that, you know, those things will be possible. And, and as more people adopt it, that's even a good thing because it will help create that extra level of protection because there is things like phishing and the spoofing of messages that are happening out there every day. So the more protected we can be, the better. And uh, we just need to be on the lookout, right? And all that has been rumors so far about the further adoption of it, but it's only a rumor until it actually happens. And then at some point yeah. when it does happen, then you want to be prepared rather than unprepared. Yeah. Zombie knife or not? Um. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, you never know when it's gonna happen. We, we got pretty damn close the last two years. I'm gonna be honest, right? Like, I was ready, dude. I was ready. Yeah. <laughs> if but, anybody was prepared, it was you. Yeah, I like that's it. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna be having Ash from Demartian out on the podcast. We're coming up, you know, on a next episode with them. Super excited to to have them back and to, and do a little bit more deep divey conversation with them. So yeah, man, that's exciting. Yeah, <laughs> it definitely is. Um, and I know one of the other things that we want to talk about too is like I mean, when we start looking at the landscape, right? And I, I just mentioned ISPs doing changes and things like that. One of the other things to just that was big news, I think, in industry-wise, and this happens every once in a while. I mean, it happens with different companies for different reasons. But I think when you have the ones that are the big three that have been the big three for such a long time, right? Like we've seen the big three go from you know Yahoo, AOL, Gmail, and Microsoft to now Boom. Yahoo and AOL combining forces for a little while with Verizon. Verizon, Uh, And then now, like, that's that's still one of the big three. It's still one of the the big ones that people send email to and where I may host my personal mailbox. Um, But it's now changed hands, you know? So there could be more changes as as things develop and as that rule set changes or those hands change and people get, you know, in place or development happens or, you know, those kind of things progress within the platform. Something like this is, is big enough news that we have to pay attention to because, the last time this happened, when AOL and Yahoo combined forces under Verizon, we saw that that change and that impacted a lot of people because Yahoo was still a big enough recipient of emails that we had to pivot. And they were one of the ones that we knew, okay, uh, you know, SPF has got to be a thing 100%. And now that's kind of gone away because they've adopted the entire Yahoo platform for for the recipient servers. So, you know, that was, that was a big pivot. And, you know, having to think about reputation and the way that those points are scored and, and how those things are, are happening behind the scenes. And now there's a, you know, a change that's happening. We don't know what that's going to mean or equate to completely, but we know it's a change, right? That landscapes are constantly changing, you know, times are always changing. And this is one of those things where we just need to be aware, we need to pay attention, but not that we should be worried about it or completely in in this extreme, like, oh my God, something's going to burn to the ground. But just knowing that there's, there's change happening around us and being ready to, to pivot and being prepared with all the right things, the right tools, and making sure we're talking to people about this and listening to the industry itself too, which is one of the things we, we do a lot on our end. Yeah. Have we noticed anything specific, like as far as like now that they're breaking away and kind of divvying up that pie from Yahoo and AOL and Verizon, like anything like I, I haven't seen any big changes yet as far as like the uh, how their interactions are as far as like uh, bounces and, and stuff like that. Have you noticed anything yet? Or is yeah, it still no. okay? It's just still too early, right? Still still early. And if they're planning changes, they haven't announced any of that yet. You know, there was things that had changed during that time frame where it was under the big house, I guess, if, if you mm-hmm. will. 
And ever since it's gone over to, you know, changed hands with uh, Apollo, should be the the new company, the new parent company for that. You know, not, not a whole lot, not a whole lot of news yet. And uh, I think it's just all of us are kind of just looking paying attention, being aware, and and just seeing if there is anything that does happen to change or, or evolve out of that. Right. Well, we're going to keep looking. We'll, we'll keep an eye out, of course. Yeah. You know, this year is not... <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure there's still surprises for us before the year is out, you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, let's just try not to be caught off guard. Well, we're close to the end of the year, all right? So. I know. Fingers <laughs> crossed, man. Like, we're almost there. Pre- preparing now, right? Preparing now for your sins. You know, holiday season is upon us. It's The weather changed yesterday. I've already started playing. All I want for Christmas is you. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's on. It's on. You should be prepping now, sending more now, or at least warming up to your newest volumes now. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, easily one of the things that we can say. And and I know when we start looking at that stuff and, and recent things that aren't necessarily changes within, you know, the way that recipient servers are working or, you know, real life events that have impacted, this is a little bit on that side, a little bit more platform wise. You know, Apple released the, the privacy thing. We just talked about that last episode. So that, that's been mm-hmm. a change that's happening. Over the past couple of years, one of the things that's been added is the the dark mode features, right? So mm-hmm. people are using devices, all their devices now in, you know, dark mode and light mode there's those of us who use dark mode all the time and i'm gonna call myself out on that (laughs) exclusive dark mode um (laughs) when i was on third shift man that's all i wanted was dark mode and then we had like our tools got updated to dark mode it was amazing and then i went to the light then i came back to day shift everything's still in dark mode but i i haven't figured (laughs) out how to switch it back life in dark mode um (laughs) but then there's there's the users who do utilize it in in light mode right like it's and or the users that have the auto changing the the uh you know daytime light mode nighttime dark mode and it's it's one of those things that's out there so paying attention to how you format your email what you're doing within your email to adjust that and make it look good in both in both ways because there's there's a bunch of things within that that uh, html code that you can put in now to pay attention to that stuff and to say hey it's in dark mode display it this way it's in light mode display it this way and you know, making sure you're doing that kind of stuff, adjusting to that. Uh, and then with that, because that color change is so drastic and, you know, white backgrounds compared to black backgrounds and different color text on top of that, the accessibility space has really become a thing that people are needing to pay attention to. And it's it's always been a thing that I think people have had to pay attention to that should have been aware. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it's even more apparent and more top of mind, I guess, is, is really what I'm yeah. trying to say. More that people are really, really thinking of this and really because those communities have said, hey, we're here to too, you know, like just because you want to make this uh, dark mode and work in, not, in dark mode and be real nice, that doesn't mean we can easily see these things and, and we're easily able to adjust as well. So, you know, making sure that they're that you're doing that, paying attention to what those changes mean in both directions uh, is, is one of those things. And and again, that that's really just user perspective, user thing. And, mm-hmm. and we're not necessarily talking about the way that those filterings work and the way that, that the warmups work and, and IPs and reputation. It's more of user experience, right? Like right. being uh, respectful to your, your user your recipients and making things nice for them right look good for them but then at the same time also have a really good readability no matter who they are yeah doing a b testing seeing which templates or which campaigns work better than others you know maybe this color works better in dark mode and this one looks better in light mode you know just paying attention to those metrics not just looking at opens gotta look at everything down the funnel as well yeah yeah definitely yeah, that's one of the things that we I think are going to talk about in a future episode. Um, you know, a little bit more about this kind of stuff, right? The, the formatting of the messages and stuff like that. So I know uh, we're pitching future episodes a lot in this one episode, but uh, yeah. I, you know, I think it's it's stuff that we're we're excited about. And as the industry changes, we we like seeing those changes for a lot of the changes. 
maybe some of them we don't like too much, but there's there are things we would definitely have to deal with and learn about and adjust to on our side too. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's at the very least we're paying attention to it. And even though it's not the greatest change sometimes, it, it's a necessary change almost every time. And uh, yeah, we need to adjust, stay focused, stay looking at those things and pivot when we need to. Yeah. So we're putting out a, a lot of ideas on, on what we think this next season is going to look like and, and how it's going to be. If you have feedback for us and want us to know what you like to listen to, please let us know. Hit us up on all the platforms. Make Thomas respond to you directly. <laughs> Thomas, Thomas is a good guy. Great yeah. hair, too. Just throw that out there because I know this is a audio format, so people mm-hmm. don't know. They won't know, but that yeah. hair is awesome. Just, just the word Adonis comes to mind. You know, just a, a nicely haired individual. Both of y'all have really nice hair, by the way. Long, <laughs> oh, thank long you. locks. You know, <laughs> uh, not myself. Not myself. Nah. But, it's a little bit of jealousy. Yeah. It's okay. I understand. Yeah, it's okay. Still got that zombie knife though. So yeah, <laughs> not the one that doesn't exist. Better remember. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean that doesn't exist. You're right. You're right. Well, um, you know that'll be it for today. Keep in touch with us. Let us know what you think. Give us your feedback. You know we are going to have more guests coming out this year, so we're super excited about what this season has to offer. Hope you're excited here too. Anything else, Jonathan? That's it. That is all. Right on. Thanks again, guys. Have a good one. This has been a Milligan production an email delivery service focused on providing better deliverability for developers and businesses alike with over 150,000 customers. Learn more at mailgun.com.